Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to this special edition of the Behind the Mask podcast. Yes, we are going to be talking about DK Metcalf. And even though he did not win, I got a problem with people not putting enough respect on his name. I think football players are the best athletes in the world. Tune in to listen and hear why. And now a word from our sponsor. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So head on over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Mask podcast and this week's feature conversation with my dog, too. Come on in here, boy. What's good, yeah. yeah, man. There's a lot going on, a lot going on. Shots being fired from across the world. And we're going to get into it right now. It's a must because, listen, without further ado, we got to talk about this DK Metcalf entering the USATF trials. Like, I really, I was like, man, I can't wait to see this. I did not know what he was going to do, but he ran that 100-meter race bruh and guess what happened he did not win did nah. not even finish in the top three but what i will say is what he did was quite remarkable and like yeah. and for me to hear anything else like i just kind of feel like that's kind of like you being very disrespectful yeah. because Man, this man came in. He probably didn't train no at the max maybe two months prior to it. Hmm. And you take into consideration when you look at the fully grown track athlete, all not the majority, all of these guys have had college experience running track. Right. Then you look at the fact this is what they do. And so, no, we're not making excuses, but I just felt like we just had to come on here and give our two cents. And let people know, bro, like, man, that shit was remarkable. You look yeah. at six, what, six four, two hundred thirty five pounds. Man, you don't see nothing like that on the track. Not Period. running no 10-3. Bro, and just to yeah. put it into context, I think of the one of the most polarizing figures that has ever ran for USA. Well, not for USA, but has competed and he still holds the title. And you look at Usain Bolt in statue size. Uh-huh. What, he's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, at max 210 pounds. You uh-huh. look at DK, he's 6'4", 235 pounds, first race competing, and ran a 10.37. Bro, yeah. where they do that at? Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't, so like... When we hear people, I know like Lolo Jones is coming out saying, of course it's different. I think of, we had um, Justin Gatlin yeah. Yeah. a few months ago. And he was like, look, man, I'll be the first one to tell you. Track speed and football speed is totally different. 
Gat got an opportunity to come on the other side, and he, he got in that, mm-hmm. that dungeon, what we do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm just saying, I get it. I know everybody is 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 um has a little biasness towards their sport. But I'm just letting everybody else know outside of the game of football, man, y'all hating. Y'all need to congratulate <laughs> that man. He he should be receiving a lot of gifts from y'all because no he woke up out of bed four weeks ago and just said, you know what, man, I'm going to go out here and give them what they want on this 100-meter race. It ain't too many guys who can do that and still run a 10-3 after That's the season fact. now. That's a fact. That's a fact. And the thing that was so crazy about it, like you said, everybody has something to say, something slick. You know, we, we were at my daughter, we was at Maya's track meet over the past weekend, and everybody at the high school track meet was talking about it. It was like, what DK gonna run? What DK gonna run? And we said 10-4 better. Like, we thought that was a, a good number for a football player to get out there. Again, like you said, not training to the point where these track athletes who have been training since December, DK right. was still playing football in December. You feel me? So it, it's a whole different dynamic of what you're doing on and the track. Head. We get that. We get that. But to hate on a man and, oh, he's not going to do this. If it's 10-5 or better, you know, uh, there's no way he can do it. We know. Even, like you said, Gat even said that the track speed is different. Yeah, it's different. Here's the thing. How many track athletes, athletes in other sports for that matter, will put their name on the line to go out there and compete professionally in another sport and risk getting injured, risk getting ridiculed, all of that. So that alone, you got to give DK props. The young man bought a huge spotlight to track and field at this time of the year. Yeah, everybody's into track and field. However, more so when the Olympics are coming up, when the world champions uh, championships are coming up. Not necessarily on a pre-qual. When, when, when even Lolo Jones said these aren't the fastest at, uh track athletes these aren't the elite track athletes it was like no way in the track world could he have won and, and, and lolo said let me tell you what she said bro what she said dog. come on she, again, <laughs> she came and gave the whole hater speech on it she gave a whole dissertation about how there's no way dk could win she didn't necessarily want him to win but if by chance he wins against all odds track athletes will immediately say it doesn't matter because the top sprinter was not in the race or it's not the olympics we will be prepared to depend, defend our sport at all costs. <laughs> we have a cop-out regardless. There was no way they was going to give DK love regardless if he ran a 10-2, a sub-10, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But to get out there and put your, your name on the line before minicamp, and even after the race, DK said, yo, they said, you going to run again? He said, man, I got minicamp coming up. He know what it is. But he's still with it. <laughs> he's I just wanted to show you what greatness looks like. Yo, greatness and in all And I didn't even classes. really train for it. Didn't even and train for it like that, man. It, right? Come on, man. And you, you see so many different people with, with stuff to say. And for me, it's like, yo, again, what other athletes? We saw Nate Robinson, who's a retired uh, NBA player, get into the boxing ring and he got laid out. But when you look across the board and you see these athletes and we talk about track speed, yeah, track's supposed to be faster. We talk about basketball. Yeah, basketball players are supposed to jump higher than football players. However, for me, and I am being biased, this is my Go two ahead. cents. Put the bias Football down. players are the best athletes across the board. Why? Because we can go on the track and run and compete. Why? Because we can go hoop and compete. You don't see track athletes coming on the field, running uh, up and down the field, trying to play football. 
And even if they do try to play football, guess what? It's a whole different dynamic in terms of that change of direction, in terms of stopping and, and coming out of breaks, breaking down, snapping down. You don't see the fastest track athletes be able uh, um, that are able to do that. You know what I'm saying? They do the nine, the go routes. When they came out in college, what were they doing, Spikes? Go routes. Just go get it. Throw you a fade, a bomb, a, a fly straight down the field. You don't see them with post corners and coming out of breaks and all of that. And then the basketball players, love y'all, but y'all don't want no smoke. Y'all even oh. come on the football field, man. Y'all yeah. come on. You, you seen, you seen, uh, what's his name? Uh, Green from um from the Warriors, man. Draymond, when he was out there in Michigan State playing in, in college, when he got out there, yeah. he, he got, you know, he didn't want that smoke. And a lot of them basketball, the physicality of the game, is no way y'all can do what we do in terms of the physicality on one side and then the finesse on another side. That's why I call football the violent ballet. Y'all can't do what we do. But guess what? We can do what y'all do. And to prove <laughs> that, and to yeah. prove that, you know, I had to go into my archives too. So, uh, in honor of Bob Bullet Hayes mm. going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, let me start off with a few guys to back up what your comment, what you just said. Run it down. Run it down. Let me run it down. Let's go back to 1952. Ooh. Not running back, but halfback, Ali Matson. Okay. A bronze medal winner in the 400 meters and a silver medal medal winner in the 4 by 400 meter relay in mm. the 1952 Summer Olympics. Okay. okay. I ended up playing for the St. Louis Cardinals 14 years in the NFL. Let me say that again. 14, 14. years in the NFL. Okay, let's move on. Shout out to Bob Hayes, also okay. known as the bullet gold bullet. medalist okay. in the 100 meter and four by 100 meter in the 1964 Olympics. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know y'all want me to go on. I'm not going to read about Bob Hayes anymore because I'm going to move on to Willie Galt. Okay. Mm -hmm. UT, the pride and joy of UT Speedster. I came out of, um, I came out of a, a school that is known for producing receivers, even after the fact. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. for me, I remember him, 1980 Olympic team. He helped the U.S. 4 by 100 meter relay team set a world record at the time at 37.86. I Then he was drafted in the first round by the Chicago Bears. You mm -hmm. know what happened there, went on to win the championship. Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. also even uh, went into ballet and bobsledding. I. My last person I'm going to mention, James Jett. We all know him as the Jett. Mm -hmm. All-American in track, won a gold medal in 1988. And he ran in the 4 by 100 meter relay team, played for double-digit years with not the Oakland Raiders, but the Los Angeles LA Raiders. Raiders. And sure, so, like, sure. to prove your point, too, you know what I mean, to, like, put a bow on this thing, like, yeah. I get it. You're supposed to be in your feelings. Right. <laughs> However, I'm here to tell you, you know, I just think pound for pound, and I'm not referencing you two because we know who's the better athlete out of you. There you go. But there pound go. for pound, the, I mean, football athletes are just better because we can go in and excel at different things. There you go. There you go. Man, I, I just ripped off the list. Now we can we can go in basketball too if you want to. Yeah, we can go to basketball. We can go to we can go to baseball. Let me let me throw a few in the hat to show you how 
NFL athletes are able to transition real quick. Think of some of the greats in the league that played multiple sports. Bo Jackson. Mm, what school was, did he go to? He went to Auburn. Yeah, I get it. Oh, this ain't this ain't, a, this ain't about you right Eagle, now. This ain't about you right now. Just hold on. Yeah, I like that. Like that. <laughs> Yo, let's start off with Bo Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Excel yeah. in 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 in, in uh, football and in baseball, right? Then we're gonna go. I'm not gonna rip off all the stats. Of course, arguably one of the best athletes, definitely the best DB ever to play in the NFL. Deion Sanders, prime time, excelled on the football field. We know what he did, Hall of Famer, and did his thing in the MLB again, right? We can keep going. Brian Jordan. Yep. He played multiple sports. One of our homies, Brian. One of the homies. And then a quarterback, Russell Wilson, tinkered around in the ML, you know, MLB. He didn't necessarily get out there to do his thing, but still showed that he's capable of playing both sports. When you look at NFL players, hell, when we was in college, bro, guys that played football in Excel in high school, coming out of high school, they were drafted to go play in the, in the MLBs. A.J. Brown with the Tennessee Titans, second-round pick. He got drafted to play play uh, in the MLB, too. So it just shows you how just great athletes – NFL players are. Yes, I'm patting myself on the back for being a former athlete and representing my crew, representing the Shield. Once an but athlete, able, always an athlete. You know bro. what I'm saying? Able to transcend into other sports and excel. But you don't see that across the board from other sports coming into the league. So, I mean, why are we even having this conversation right now? Because the haters going to hate. The haters going to hate. Put some respect on that man's name for going out there, doing what he had to do. Running that 10-3-6, 10-3-7, competing, and showing the world that, yo, I'm still fast to be 6'4, 230-something pounds. You know what I'm saying? The homie Nas once said, people fear what they don't understand, hate what they can't conquer. I guess that's just the fury of man. And there's some haters out there. There's some haters out there. Y'all need to stop that hate. It does nothing for your complexion. Stop it. Hey, bro. <laughs> I guess we can officially say. We went into everybody's house home and we pulled up the, the, the salt shaker. We ain't no right. more. We can't set, shake no more salt. Nothing. Because this man, like everybody, listen, let me tell you the beautiful thing about greatness. When you see it one time, you become infatuated with seeing it. That's the right. reason why sports is so powerful. They asked him, and I want you to say that, what did they ask him after he finished racing? Because they wanted to see him race again. And what yeah. did he tell them to? He said, nah, I'm getting ready for minicamp. <laughs> I got to go to minicamp. He said he didn't realize they was that fast yet, but he you know, he know what he's doing. Yeah. So, like, boom, done, finito. Like, hey, man. It's, it, it's all good, bro. Like, he did what he was supposed to do. Fact. I just, For me, I think what he probably really wanted to say was, like, mm -hmm. look, just imagine what – it could have been yeah. if I would have trained for months. Facts. 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 So with that, bro, like, hey, DK, nephew, you ain't even got to say nothing. We Nothing. said it for you. Facts. Facts. And all them haters out there on social media, all the pundits and the uh, broadcasters and track athletes. Y'all was hating. A lot of y'all track cast was hating. Seen that. We seen y'all tweets and we seen y'all IG posts and all of that. Yo, even support the other athletes. Or just get out the way and watch the show. Because remember, that camera the whole time was on DK running that, that 100. 
not the other eight people in the race. It was on DK. Sit back and watch the show. And we just took you behind the mask and we're out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.